That's out of bed. Geez, your friends must love it here. I have no friends. You have no friends? Yep. Well, you have one now. <laughs> Maybe. May I ask how the parents died? Oh. Miles? Nothing should have to suffer. It's not that simple. I don't go in that part of the house. Why not? Don't wanna. Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. And I'm Chelsea. And today we're looking at uh, the film The Turning. It came out in January of 2020. It is described as a horror film. It's based on the Henry James's novel, 1898 novel, Turn of the Screw. Uh, this has been adapted multiple times in film, in television, in TV shows. Let's give you the example. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Crimson Peak is based uh, on the novelization of Turn of the Screw. Uh, it's been copied so many times. Uh, the most famous one that relates to this one would be the 1961, The Innocence with Deborah Kerr. Uh, it has more of a, that one has a more of a definitive ending about the uh, the character of Miles, uh, the boy in this version, and what happens to that character. This one departs a little bit from that book a little bit, takes some liberties. It's like almost 400 years old. Yep. Um, this, you, there's no copyright law, so you can change it up interpreting it. And then with the book, as well as the movie, it was meant to be open-ended for your interpretation. I mean, that was the design of it. It's a familiar concept. You know, we have the governess looking after these kids. Uh, one of my favorite ones is the others with Nick Kidman, with her and her children go to this house, and it's just as eerie as all hell. And then, and then the ending is just horrific, but just like just strange. Uh, but so. Turn of the Screw has been around and adapted in so many ways. But the thing I will say about this is that the casting is amazing. I thought uh, Mackenzie Davis as Kate, the governess or the or the teacher, I mean, I liked her performance. I, I was on board with her performance right from the beginning. I understood her journey with her mother and, and you know her fitting in and then meeting Miles, the brother, and how he's just awkward from coming from boarding school. So the story, I thought, was great. And I thought uh, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things yep. and from the movies of It, I mean, he did a, an okay, like as a, as a, for his performance, not liking him, uh, being an unlikable character and having the reasons why, I was fully on board with that. I thought this is great. And the child, Flora, amazing. Yep. This kid was the MVP of this movie. Uh, she's from the Florida Projects, another great movie. And uh, I thought she brought such, like her performance was the knockup form. Even though it's not a main character, it's not a character that kind of drives anything, but I really gravitate to her. Like I thought her performance was as realistic as humanly possible. Like I couldn't delineate, is she just being a character or is she just acting or is just like, it was, yeah, she did a really good job. Right, but then we see the Florida Project, and you see, oh, you realize this, this, this is she is a, a really good talent. Uh, so I thought the elements of this was the acting of this was superb. Um, uh, I have I have some serious faults with the ending. Uh, we'll get into that shortly. But just in general, what are your thoughts of the movie? Um, I thought it was honestly a creepy movie. The mm -hmm. scenes were perfect. Everything you needed to put into a movie to make it creepy or give it that little haunting feeling, mm -hmm. this had it. So <clears throat> you have a mannequin. Everyone hates mannequins. It's got that. It has um, 
a water scene and you already know that when there's a water scene in the scary movie something's happening in there um they have uh, a farm and it's like oh okay something crazy is gonna happen out there and then for them to be in such a big uh, mansion you already know that's gonna be creepy so they really did pick everything that would make a creepy thriller movie mm -hmm. and they put it in there and they included it uh very well i find the, the way this was shot it reminded me quite a bit of the shining because it's about isolation and she they're in an isolated place they had the the backyard the um this maze where yeah she was yeah lost. i thought that was pretty cool that's like that's very much like the shining uh you get again you talk about the water streams and everything like that it's a shining uh when you when you have looking down from above a crane shot looking at the car driving in the the a feeling of isolation and the statues that there's one that looked like hands coming out yeah it's all from the shining it's very it's very reminiscent of seeing images from the um stanley kubrick's version of the shining so from a visual point of view this was like it's it's it, it was eerie it was it was like it, it had all those elements because you're living in this not a castle but you're living in this really great like wealthy uh english um sub, uh, rural uh area like yeah. this giant acre, like eight like little acreage of land and you you felt that okay these are kids of wealthiness and they and they even tell you the the, the uh the net of the cook these are the one percenters. So whatever they want, they get. They are the wealthy. You are just the the helping hand. So you have to bend to their rules. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of given to you in the beginning. And uh, I just thought this was uh, just the story was great. And then and then the eerinesses of it. And it, it was a very slow burn. But that, that didn't bother me as much because I thought the characters was um, the, the characterization characterizations of these of these people was believable. I mean, um, Miles, the brother, uh, why he's there, it made, it made sense. So, it and everything that uh, Kate, that's uh, Mackenzie Davis's character, goes through makes sense. There is a logical progression. So, when it gets to the third act, it, I, I, I just stopped and don't know what happened. Either they went, I thought, personally, maybe the, the, the reel fell off the film. Either the budget was lost. Like I, I did not know up from down. And like I'm like, what am I? Like, and then I'm like, that, that's the ending. Like I was just sort of like, I, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's how I felt at the ending too. Because you're like, yeah, let me know what you think of the ending. And then it's like, okay, so I fell asleep, of course, at the ending. So then I rewatched it, and I was like, no, did I? Miss something like yeah. what? Was there was there a, a piece of film clip that like they forgot to edit onto it? Like yeah, was there, like, yeah, because it it literally there is no there is no ending to this movie. Like okay, so like I, I remember you and I discussed about the movie called The Babysitter, right? Mm -hmm. And now we, the Babysitter, the opening of this movie is is slow. It's too slow. It's exposition to to explain certain small pieces of the puzzle at the end. It pays off at the end, but it, I don't think it was worthy of the payoff. And that's, we both agree that yeah. Yeah, it, that's what killed the movie. The movie was good. The ending, the last th third of that movie was fun. This is the inversion of that. The, the movie had a great build. Uh, it was eerie. We don't know where it was going. Like the, at the opening sequence, we see um, Quill, uh, Quint, uh, Peter Quint. He is the guard of the... Um, uh, the gardener or the, uh, the 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 groundkeeper groundskeeper, yep. and you see him capturing. We think we see him capturing or 
ca- yeah, capturing the, the the governess before Kate. You know, we're not sure what we're seeing. You know, you, you don't know if it's violent. You don't know what's going on. You realize it wasn't a violent act. You just seeing her being stopped. That's yeah. all. And then you see what happens after. And but you don't know if it's in the problem with this is that you don't know if it's real or if it's in someone's mind. And that's the ambiguity of what you're watching. It's up to the interpretation of the viewer to guess the ending. I understand that idea, but they stopped the tape of filming this 30 minutes before that part of us allowing us to figure out how to make make up our minds. They stopped it 20 minutes before they allowed us to get to that point to make up our mind. They just stopped it like cold and put in this thing at a pool which was okay i'll describe this there's a bed in a pool mm-hmm. without water and it's she goes to see this person who we think we know who that person is now i know what it is like in terms of freudian logic i know what uh this person's seeing and it ends like that and that's how it ends yeah and i, I understand what the scream is what what's it's supposed to be right but now the question is is it supernatural? Is it real? Like, is, is it real? Did it really happen, or is it one? Is it one's descent into madness? Now, uh, because is it? Ter- and then this discussion of is it is uh, uh, mental illness? Is it hereditary? Can you inherit that? Um, so they're tr- they're playing on all these themes. Now, how they get to that point, I don't think it's I don't think it's earned. I don't think that yeah. part is earned at all. Because there's a point where they tell her to she goes, she actually leaves. And she's on. She's at a phone booth. It makes them. Oh, and again, this is a 1980. This is early 1990s. So people had phone booths. The yeah. cell phone wasn't a big thing yet. So, uh, so if they had cell phones, I think would undermine the performance here. Because the reason why we know it's a period piece is because uh, Kurt Cobain dies at the opening is announced. Oh, okay. I didn't so, even catch that. So yeah. So we know it's a ni- early 1990s uh, reference. So that that kind of tell- dates you. It's a period piece. And sometimes she's wearing the outfit. Her outfit is kind of like a yeah. 90s like frosh type. Um, setting type of outfit, and uh, and she's a teacher, so she's she she gave up Kate gave up teaching to, to be a governess to be a, for the one child. You know, it's an opportunity. It's for a really wealthy uh, person. And one of the things that I question, like I go, where is the person who's looking at? Like, who is the person looking after these kids? Like, who is the uncle? It's apparently an uncle, right? And I go, so where is this guy? You know, you don't see the person who. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know, so she he apparently he hires her. Through some sort of third third channel, I guess, to come and look after the teach oh, there, because okay. yeah, they pretty much do what they want whenever. So. Yeah. So this does he ever live on a property? Apparently he doesn't. And this, so these two kids live on their own forever. You know. And I should say these are these are kids who are, uh, the parents have passed away. So and the girl uh, Flora has watched. Well, I saw her parents die. Yeah. So, but she's handling that kind of trauma really well. Yeah, you know, for such a young age, yeah, I agree. So that was, that was, and I thought, okay, so the storyline was really good in that sense. And okay, so I'm on board. I get everything. So the setup to explain who these kids are, where, where, why, the, why Miles is the way he is, what happened with Miles' school, why he, because he wasn't supposed to be there when Kate was here to teach, uh, be the governor's yeah. for uh, Flora. I understand all of this. One, one, like 100, I keep saying 100%. I understand this completely. So we go to, and then when we get to the um, the buildup of, of figuring out, because Kate starts to see things. Like the only the only thing that I will say, we talk about mannequins. The head, the mannequin's head turns. Mm-hmm. That should never have happened because there's nothing in there 
like there's nothing there's no callback to that to explain that head turn yeah i noticed that too like was it haunted like it's just a great grandmother yeah so, so it i mean because so that one was just done for the audience but there was no there's no follow-up to explain that even in the ending if you even if you believe the ending to be one thing supernatural still that head turn because it wasn't even in the, the wing of the building yeah no so that that doesn't say that upset me but i'm like okay that was just done for shock effect and it was a distraction if you were trying to think about piecing it together because it made no sense is a tag or hide and seek or what, oh what, yeah what's game? I, it's like a tag hide and seek okay so in the movie flora doesn't go to the, to the west wing of the estate it's just off limits and she, she thinks she sees uh quint or something moving around there so uh she goes down so like rather than going looking for miles or she's looking i think she's looking yeah, for miles. It was her, her attempt to look for miles, miles. At this time. so she descends down the spiral staircase into this um into this into the basement of the wing where she's not supposed to be in and she sees she thinks she sees uh an event being relived would that be a fair assessment yeah right and then is she being a, is she is she being physically attacked in here in that one no i think uh i think something just happened i think like the doors or something closed and she's like i'm in here and then she runs out right uh but and then but then later yeah and that's right and then later ron she sees what happens after she sees a, a visionary uh, uh, like on the bed of what happens after the governess was, was captured by quint mm -hmm. and it's a vision uh, of the events that unfolded now this one i you don't well it's sentient because it's it's a replay of what happened so it's a, it's a so it's a prediction of the past i'm giving this away because this makes very little sense in the sense of like continuity and this is this is where the line of okay is this madness or is this spiritual like this is and 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 then because the entity or the is self-aware of kate's expressions when the uh reveal is given and it's chasing her and then it chases the the, the governess the other the uh maid but then when the picture comes okay i'll give this away when the picture comes in from her mom mm. then you know that's when you know like time is on is not right the time is wrong like the time is not uh what you're not watching things in a linear setting it, it really but it is it, but there's no lead the problem is there's no lead up into that you're like so you're watching and you're, okay you think okay kind of like Joel's game where she has the um she frees herself from the bed yeah but then you realize shortly after there is no it's in her mind like she's just trying to figure something out this one goes deep like like a full 15 minutes deep into something and and then it then it rolls back and you're like oh this didn't happen yeah it's just, it's just one alternative version of what you're seeing so how would how do you okay this is this is a really bad opening question to you but like how do you how do you explain or address like how do you feel about seeing that and seeing the ending like what where where, where is your mindset at this point um i don't know i was um i was a little taken back uh it, it just felt like the movie was going from one scene to another scene and then you thought you got it and it's like oh okay so this is what's going on and then after it's like oh okay this is not what's going on and with you saying how time wasn't in the right um like it was not lean it's not like it's time is it's it's time 
is irrelevant. It's a lie. It's yeah. not like this is happening chronological order this is co coming happening in a linear sense yeah right because i noticed that miles um only wore i'm gonna say two outfits because i noticed him only in two outfits because he was in a burgundy sweater mm -hmm. and then days are going by and he's still in the linear or in a in a maroon sweater and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden he's in stripes and i was like Okay, wait, so you saying um, how time was not put in order, that's probably where that came from because like I was I was not understanding what was going on at all. Oh, wow, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, that's that's a really good point. I should, I should, not that I, I want to watch it again, but if I watch it again, I'll probably look at like, okay, what are they wearing? Where, where Like what is... Because what gave it away for me is when uh, Miles and Flora are talking amongst themselves and Flora is saying, you know, I'm not comfortable. Because like, throughout the entire film, Flora is like just such a sweet girl. And then you hear her saying, you know, I'm not comfortable being around here. It's like, a, is it? and that's, now we have to take that as being reality. Mm -hmm. like you're watching one perception of what is happening, and it may not even be true now. So that's what threw me off. I'm like, okay, this is getting deep. I'm like, I, but I'm trying to get my, get yeah. my head around like what you're watching. Uh, so were you happy with the ending? No, I didn't even understand it. Okay, you know, yeah, I don't think anyone, I don't think anybody <laughs> understood the ending. Uh, if anything else, it's just like again, I mentioned this in the beginning, like it's just if they gave another maybe fifteen more minutes to lead up to something, yeah. or to give us something a better springboard to to make that fork in the road to, to say, okay, because it just it it went to credits way too soon, like because yeah, I mean I understand. The, the ideal, like, okay, if you look at the Innocence 1961 movie, there was a choice given. Like, uh, the, uh, I'll give this, I'll give the, end away, the ending of this one. Well, Deborah Kerr's character, the, the governess, tell, tells the boy to, you know, come. Like, you know, the sp spirit of Quint has invaded the boy. He, she was, he was possessed, right? And then, and, and so uh, he, she was able to save the girl and to save the boy. But at, when um, the spirit separated from Miles, Miles died. So the boy dies in, but and you see the spirit above, like hovering around. So, but but you understood there's actual there was an actual entity involved, right? And Miles was the uh, was really the vessel for the spirit to cause this thing to go around. So what okay. she was seeing was Miles. So like we see Miles, like we see the horse, which she's riding the horse, mm -hmm. and she's chasing Miles, and then she sees Quint's kind of thing. It's actually a possession of Miles. So they actually did an alternative ending where Miles was possessed by Quint. Yeah. For sure. Test audience didn't like that. Oh, so apparently there, there 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 is another version of this where it's a different ending, and I think you know what, maybe they should have it on the DVD the alternative ending because this was um, this it may not be a happier ending or a satisfying ending, but in terms of getting closure or understanding what you're like giving you a definitive answer. Well, okay, giving you an answer that you may not may or may not wanted. But it, it would give you closure, you know, I, I, at least to some degree. This one was too way too open-ended for me to uh, to make a conclusion. That, that was my personal yeah. opinion of it. Because uh, of that, I will give this movie a 1.5. Oh, yikes. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I gave it... I gave it a three at first, but I'll probably drop it down to like maybe a two, 2.5. Um, I'm giving it that because it did meet the criteria to be a creepy movie, except that m 
Um, for me, I find most creepy movies, um, to make a good movie, the ending, if it's going to be a mind, whatever, mm -hmm. then like the end will give it to you. And this one, um, yeah, if they like flip the camera at the end to show you who the girl was mm -hmm. or, um, I don't even know, try and explain, uh, miles a little bit more in depth because they just made like i wanted to drop kick him the whole time throughout the movie mm -hmm. and it's like if they explained why i felt that way a little bit more then i probably would have up my rating but um yeah no like it was it was an okay movie i'd probably watch it again just to see if there was things that i missed so that i could understand it a bit better but it, yeah, that, that's about it for that yeah i think if, if miles could validate quint's existence it would have been something else. Yeah. It would have been like, okay, it would it, it might have allowed me to lean more into one direction. But they, I don't think he even confessed or admitted to anything or having an awareness of it. Like he, he hinted to like, I can't leave. And the fact that Flora can't leave, it well, Flora couldn't leave. Yeah. Right? Because of trauma. But it was still really hard to to uh, pick up on. like, and And even then... You don't know if it was, what you're seeing is real or not yeah, because yeah. it does happen, but you don't know. Like you just you just don't know how far back, you know, where where, where this girl. Yeah, it's it's something else, and that's why. Um, like I I like this movie, and I don't I didn't mind it being slow build. I thought I was totally into what was going on. It didn't feel manic at all. Even at the end, it it yeah it it kind of. It's like a house of cards that kind of goes crazy at the end and that's expected but then it just stops and i i just like i, I waited to i waited for the credits to roll maybe there's a, there's a bonus at the end of the credits yeah right? i waited too and i'm like, like no there's there's nothing there yeah you know the last time i felt this way was like the sopranos you know like <laughs> the screen goes black and like but with that, the reason the reason for the Sopranos going black is that he tells you in season one that the last thing you see is just blackness. Like when they when someone gets off in whatever situation it is, they may have a happy life, happy existence. But like when they get killed, right? They they're not you're not when you get shot from behind. Whatever, like you're not. It's just darkness. So like you could be in mid thought, but then it's just stopped. So the idea was to give the impression that in the Sopranos that oh. Tony gets killed in that scene because it's just because they hit they were at the high I don't, I don't know if you've seen the finale to of Sopranos or heard about it like it ends off with a family together and they're celebrating they're just at, like uh, the daughter's going to college or, or being a lawyer or she's getting married whatever it is the son's doing well for himself you know the family's come got, finally, the whole family has is on the right track that things are going good and they're having dinner together at this restaurant and then this and then half like just the movies the show's not even over the screen just goes black and for a good two minutes it's just blackness there's no credits there's no voice there's nothing just black and you're sitting there watching a black screen for two whole minutes and people thought the TV was broken people people were like yelling at the monitor like what's going on it's the TV the signal you lose the signal people people lost their mind <laughs> But if you listen to an episode of season one, Tony was saying like the most likely what happens is when you're in, when you get killed, it's it's just lights out. Like it's just, there's nothing. Like you're, the, it's not painful. It's not just, depending on where you get hit, it's like, that's it. So whether the whole family got mowed down or it was just like, but you're looking at it from Tony's eyes more or less. And then 
it's just darkness. Like it's, it's, so you don't know if anyone survives it because if Tony's dead, he's the, he's the narrator, then it's all darkness. So that was the beauty. If you were, if you remember back in the first season, that was the beauty of season seeing the last moment of the final season. If you had that awareness, then you'd appreciate the ending. Though it was sort of like you're like standing there with what's going on. So that, but then, but it was, even with that, you had an ending. Though not not satisfactory, but you had an ending. Yeah. This one, you're like. Okay, she's touching the wall. She's walking around. Yeah, and then the it. credits are rolling. Okay, is the is the credits going to lead? Are we going to see something in the in the mm -hmm. credits? No, no. She's just drifting to La La Land or something like that. So, and then, so like so it's ambivalent because you're, you you get the um, the dream state or the reality. So that's so again, just twenty minutes. I'd, I'd be happy for five minutes of exploration. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so with oh, so would you recommend this to anybody? Um. Yeah, I would recommend it to uh, first timers. Like, uh, if you want to watch a creepy movie, this is a creepy movie. Um, but if you're looking for um, a mind twist, like uh, Shutter Island, for example, mm -hmm. then this is not the movie. So if you're just kind of like looking for something um, to Netflix and chill, this would be the movie. Yeah, uh, for me, for a mind twist, mine was like 1408. Was that the room one? Yeah, with uh, John Cusack and Samuel Jackson as the hotel owner or hotel manager, and yeah, the haunted room. Oh, uh, fourteen oh eight. Uh, I I saw this uh, with my sister a long time ago, uh, and it was just like this movie was a complete mind altering film. It was it was brilliant, uh, but this that one you knew it was like a haunt. They tell you like this room was an evil room. People die. People do some weird stuff, and it's about this, this, and this. Uh, and so like that, I got I got that from that movie. This movie, I'd recommend this movie for those who want to see um, great cinematography, great character development, and a great uh, build into story. And uh, it's it's built in from the move from the book. It's, it's actually from the Henry James book, Turn of the Screw. So and how that's being executed on film. So look at it from a cinematic perspective. I thought it, it was shot like The Shining. It was presented well. The actors did a phenomenal job. But then it stops. But so if you were looking at it as from a study point of view for a student, art student, this is a great way to look at something in 21st century eyes to look at a film that was a piece of literature that was done in 1898. You know, so sorry, yeah, 1898. So this is something to it's a modernized take of something, but they're making it look stylized. Yeah. And in that sense, it's worth watching. For story wise, for a conclusion, it needs work. But and that's why I get one point five. That's fair, yeah. Okay, so with that, I want to say thank you. I am Ray. And I'm Chelsea. We'll see you next time. Take care. Hello. We shouldn't be in here. What happened to your last nanny? Like I'd tell. You need to take charge here, Kate. I know what you're afraid of. Keeping the lights on won't keep you safe. Can you please stop? You're gonna leave me, aren't you? I'm not going anywhere. Promise, promise? Cross my heart and hope to die. Everyone dies, Miles. Did you see them? I don't wanna play anymore. Hey! Why are you doing this? Stop now. We're not safe! Stop.
Stop giving tails. Bad dreams. Thank <laughs> you.